Hey, 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 this is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. Here's another awesome episode with my cousin. We're actually going to cover misinformation slash disinformation. Why do I want to talk about it? It's because we have so many um, social unrest right now. And I think it has something to do also with the stuff that we are seeing, whether it's on social media or it's on TV. All this misinformation and disinformation, it's just too much for us. And we can't even process it in our head and figure out what's the facts versus the non-facts, correct? So I thought that it's very, very important for me to cover this, you know, to talk about it just because for me, when I look at something, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's the news or story that I'm interested on reading, I'm always looking out for what I'm going to absorb. I just want to absorb, I think, facts, which is valuable information that can help me as far as my decision making and as far as me informing being informed so therefore I'm careful of what I'm absorbing if it's junk information or in you know junk news or junk story I don't even try and read it just you know because I know already it's going to be a waste of time so I'm going to actually bring in my cousin Jen she's on the line right now and so Jenna hi everyone (laughs) I was explaining earlier why I want to cover this topic, misinformation and disinformation. And I explained that the reason why I actually want to cover this on this episode is because there's so many social unrest in our society right now. And I think that the misinformation and disinformation has something to do with it. It's not all of it, but it's one factor. So yes, I, I would agree to that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I remember about, what, five years, six years ago, we did, it wasn't this bad at all. It was no. just like, yeah, in that short period of time, all this social unrest started happening and it's elevated, it sped up the process. It's and amplified. Yes. And and we've had it's so, so it's become chaotic and there's been a tremendous amount of noise. And exactly. Painful Ex- noise. Yeah. And it's not helping us. That's why no. I figured, you know, I was also saying earlier that for me, when I see a story that I want to read or even the news that I want to know about, you know, because I do this just to be informed, I'm very, very careful of what I absorb. If I know that it's junk and it's like wrong information, I can tell right away. Just because when, you know, when we when we were in high school, we were taught to actually, you know, this is just from my experience, and I'm sure you probably experienced it when, you know, when we were in school, we were taught to basically look for information where it's gonna have a you know like a supporting evidence and how to look for it and where to look for it like for example when we used to write essays my you know our teach you know my teacher would say hey I would like for you guys to write an essay on this topic so the pros and cons you need to gather information you need to um, support it with facts 
and and make sure that you are citing your sources and that the, and the sources are reputable and credible sources because if it's not then the paper that you you know that you would basically write is it's not valid it's invalid correct okay so do you want to um i'm going to explain the difference between the misinformation or disinformation do you want to do that or should i do that jen well well i can read off some definitions and then if you want to map that to um, tie it to the framework of discussion. We want to talk about what the content is put out there by whether you're a journalist or an editor um, and how today it's, it's unrecognizable. It's just, it's the content has evolved and then it's um, it's now Americans are just questioning. It's kind of a mainstream thing that people are questioning as they're watching or reading or having the audio feed. Okay, I hear this position and I think Americans are questioning how valid, how accurate, how genuine this information is. Um, and if we could maybe teach you some tips and guide you that there's more than one source. That's what we're here to do. If we can maybe have an Im impact and influence you here for some influence and just have you have some key bits to take away that if you want to expand um, your knowledge, broaden your yeah. knowledge and then awareness and then just know like, hey, maybe you can embark and expand on some new, you know, we're in 2021. Yeah. You have options. You don't have to stay attached to the, One way the biggest news outlets that are on the TV. Yeah. You know, well, it so doesn't have to be that's just... That's what we're here to do. Yeah, Jen, it's not just the TV. It's also social media. I think I'm going to go into that later, but I want to actually first... Online in general. Yeah. yeah. I want to actually first highlight what's the difference between misinformation and disinformation. And this is very important. Misinformation is false information that is spread intentionally or unintentionally. So therefore, for example, if you told me something and it was misinformation and I repeated it, then now I'm spreading the misinformation to probably cousin XYZ, you know, and then that cousin XYZ would think that the information that she's receiving is accurate when it's really not accurate because I didn't do my probably due diligence of checking it out or you probably before you mention it to me, didn't do your diligence of checking the validity of the story. So that's misinformation. Now, the disinformation is deliberately misleading or biased information that's manipulative. And in short, it's like propaganda, like putting the narrative out there, knowing that, hey, this is wrong information, but because Whoever's and gonna, they're doing it. They're they're intentionally doing it to harm. Yes, they're not doing it for for the sake of good. They're uh -huh. doing it for the sake of bad. Okay, so that's the difference. Missing because I could be misinformed and I didn't know about it and share you the information, but so it's not intentional. So it's right. like it's not as bad as the disinformation because disinformation's harp. You're deliberately misleading, and mm -hmm. then you're also being deliberately biased, and you're manipulating the narrative and facts propaganda exactly okay and so i have talked about why that you know why it's important for us to know the difference as well as to know where to start as far as double checking information you know like where the source came from i, I talked about that earlier so now the question is, is i'm going to just 
go back here in timeline. Back in the old days, we used to get our news on news outlet, the big ones. Whether I don't know how you would label it or call it, maybe mainstream, okay, like on TV. But TV, radio, newspaper. Exactly. And back in the old copy. Uh huh. And back in the old days, those people who are reporting, they have gone through studying or having some kind of degree to to be able to be a good, reputable, credible journalist. So when they work for big networks, let's say, I don't want to say the networks just because I think it's better if we don't, you know, I'm trying to. Well, you're just going to say one of the big networks. Everyone knows what the top, I mean, it's, it's you know, you know, we don't have to identify each one, just one of the big main networks. Okay. So I'm going to say, let's say ABC. So if I'm, let's say if, you know, back in the old days, if I want to be a journalist, what do you do when you're a journalist? You gather facts, correct? How do you, you know, basically, how do you do that? Um, when you have an information or a story that you want to follow, you gather information, facts, and, you know, and if you have facts, you need to support it with evidence because you cannot just write a piece, whether it's an article or a story or an information that you want to put out there without having a proof of evidence. So that's what journalism is. Now, that's back in the old days. Somehow with the social media, I think what I'm seeing, the problem is, you know, this is my opinion, is that with social media, you can create something out there and you can label, hey, this is news or ABC news or oh, no, no, actually not ABC. I can't I can't say that it could be XYZ news and people who would see that will be misinformed thinking that it's actually news outlet when it's really not. It's probably it could be editorial and let me, Jen, maybe you can explain to us the difference between editorial and journalism. Well, I was hoping you were going to maybe share that framework <laughs> of the notes. I okay. wanted to do the, okay. I, was, I wanted to do the misinformation, disinformation, but you took the, go ahead and share that. Okay. 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 So basically, so the editorial is based on someone's opinion. Therefore it's not journalism because you know, journalism is when I just said it earlier, you have a, an idea of what's the story you want to write. So you're gathering information. It's like a, basically a detective. You're doing your research. You're gathering the facts. You make sure that there's, you know, you have evidence to support it or proof to support it. Then after that, after you gather all this stuff, then you write your piece, whether it's an article or a story or whether it's the big news. And also part of gathering information is interviewing people. And then if you interview people you and they said something, you need to now follow the information they told you to see the validity, whether it's true or not. Because if it's not, then you um, double check your information that you're receiving before you write your piece. So that to me is doing a lot of work. And that's why it's called journalism. But nowadays, people, you know, because of social media, people would just like have an opinion or for example, let's say, Hey, I'd like to, um, wear, I don't know, cheap shoes. Anyone can say that. And then anyone can like basically argue why they want to wear cheap shoes. But then if this information is being manipulated, then they're going to be subtle about it. Trying to convince the public that, Hey, cheap shoes is actually better than expensive shoes. So 
if the people who's actually, you know, doing the editorial is good at twisting the story around, spinning it or whatever, then it's hard for people to determine, is this fact, is this, you know, which are news or this is non-fact. This is how they manipulate the story. Then that's when you're misleading the people intentionally. Yeah. 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 So now that we've, uh, we've covered that, my take is, I think there's a way to prevent yourself from being the victim of the misinformation and disinformation. And I think most of this really, Jen, for me, when I watch the news, it doesn't matter if I'm flipping from one channel to another. And I actually, I have done that because if I'm watching, let's say channel one, I'm just going to say, I don't want to name the network there. Let's say if I'm watching uh, channel one, okay. And then channel one news is reporting about something that I already know. But then if I switch to channel two, because I have done that to see what they're reporting. And this channel two is reporting more of a good story because it's relevant to what's happening in our society now or in our country, or this is an important information that we should know. So I'll be like, wait a minute, why is channel two reporting this kind of story and not channel one? What do you think is happening here, Jen? Maybe channel one is biased and doesn't want to report it. They either want to downplay something. That's why they're not reporting it or they're hiding something. That's why they're not reporting it because true journalism, you have to report everything. I've said it before that true journalism is that sometimes you report as you see the facts and you have supporting evidence and, and, and whether someone's going to get hurt or not, you know what? That's just life, right? Right. But as long as you have supporting evidence for your claim, then that's true journalism. But if you don't have supporting evidence, then it's not journalism. It's just being biased and you're probably deliberately trying to manipulate. Now, here's the thing too, Jen. I have noticed on some news outlet there that they can probably have supporting evidence, but their supporting evidence is not even a valid evidence meaning they just created it just to say, hey, I have the evidence that what, you know, with what, what I'm claiming is true. But then if I actually take that evidence and, you know, research it out there, I find out that the story is not, it's actually different, meaning the story has been manipulated with the picture or the evidence that the claim is supposed to be the proof of evidence. Is that confusing? I hope I'm not confusing I know, people. I was a little lost. I was with you and then I got lost a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, you know, Jenna likes to date, let's say, um, I don't know, short people. And then they showed me, you know, let's say Channel One showed a picture of you with a short guy. And, you're supposed, okay. and, they're, and they're claiming you guys are dating. Okay. Okay. So me here as a viewer receiving the information, I'm like, yeah, Jenna do likes to date short man because she's with this guy and there's the evidence because there's a picture there then you know what if i'm like a smart person i'm like oh so i'm doing my due due diligence and actually checking it out what date yeah, or, is there or history oh, or is yeah. that just one one male that happens to be short and Ex- then they're running with a narrative exactly or i can, think that's reliable or that it's a hundred percent true yeah which probably is not true because because the thing is that i can also check it out and research and say hey what's jenna's past 
And if they, history. yes, and if and if it showed me that hey, you've gone out with men that are taller than you or the same height as you, <laughs> then that's totally contradicting to what this channel one was saying about your dating. You know, and I have preferences. To, have to put, we have to put a disclaimer. We are not um, trying to um, discount men that may not be tall. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just, this is just an example. I just yeah. used this. Well, we, we want to be mindful of maybe anyone out there who are, who's male who might be on the shorter <laughs> side, Mary. The only reason why I use that example, because then I'm going to have, I'm going to have some short males coming after you and be like, who's your cousin Jenna? And why was that an example using your podcast? Okay. Well, I'm going to explain. Okay. The reason why I use that as an example is because seriously, we didn't even rehearse this. This is, you know, when we do a podcast, it's just like, we just go with the flow right yes, so when i'm using you as an example i i mean i because I'm, probably i haven't dated anyone that's shorter than me <laughs> well no not not only not only <laughs> that on top you know me exactly no not only that on top of my head i'm thinking well for filipino you are tall what are you five right, eight correct correct yes, are, are you yeah. five eight or five ten yeah no, I'm 5'8". My mom is 5'10". Okay, so there you go. But if go. you want to put heels on, then yes, easily I'd be 5'9 and a half, 5'10 with heels. But normally I'm not wearing like heels all the time. So 5'8". That's true 5'8". Exactly. And by the way, folks, for Filipino women, that's tall. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I stand tall. My posture is good. Yes. So, uh, you know, on the top of my head, quick thinking, I'm thinking, okay, what, what example can I use? Oh, Jenna, I'm going to use her height because that always resonated in me that, hey, Jenna is really tall for a woman who happens to be right. Filipino. Right. Because Mary's five. Which, which your height, Mary? I don't know. Five. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sharing my height. <laughs> well, just get this. Then you're I, less than 5'5". Five five. She's under 5'5". Five five. Exactly. That's why I wear heels that are 4 inches. I think the highest right. is 5 then inches. She'll, then she'll be close to my height. There you go. <laughs> this is funny, man. This is this funny. This is a funny podcast. We're going to have the short people be mad at us, Mary. <laughs> But here's, this is the fun part of it, you know what I mean? Because it's like totally like random. But anyways, it's just funny. So my point is when I do, when, you know, when, when. You're going to do light work, you're going to do the research, you're going to find out dating history. Exactly. So you go back to in history. So the reason why you want to go back in history is because you want to see the pattern. You want to see that, hey, is this really the likelihood of Jen, you know, as far as her dating yeah, you're, preference? Yeah, you're doing your homework, you're doing the legwork, you're collecting the data, you're gathering the information, you're investigating, you're researching all of that. Yeah, you're being the detective. That's basically what it is. But I think I think now somehow when you see something on TV, people just take it for what it is they just yeah, they just run with it yeah they just run with it they, nothing like oh let me go check or or i'm gonna get uh, give another example let's say i know for a fact the same thing we're gonna use the example of your okay. height jen so i know yeah. for a fact because you're tall and you are more attracted to tall man or men that are probably I lean towards yes <laughs> So if but I'm not shutting down <laughs> someone who's 5'8". I got to be more open. It's 2021. Okay. The same height as you. How's that? Okay. So if somebody, what if one day somebody t told me, hey, you know, you like, you know, men that are shorter than you, I'll be like questioning that too. I'll be like, hmm, that's so unlikely of Jen to, you know, unless she changed her 
what preference, well, right? Maybe I widened and opened up my. <laughs> Lower your standard because that could no, happen. No, 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 those are not my words. I might be open to to try new things so, and look at the actual human being and go away from the height. Yes, <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. You know, so then now I'm gonna question. Wait a minute, this is not likely of Jen to do. So where is this going? You know, where is this going? Is this even true or not? So those are the yeah, stuff that you the, need to ask yourself. Would, yeah, the statement would be false because if they're just saying blanket, she only, you know, because then they're saying I, I'm not open, I'm exclusive to that, that piece, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and so that would be untrue. Mm-hmm. If, if it doesn't match up with the dating dating history, you know, exactly. You know, it depends on the example. If I'm being outed like Z that they're just trying to throw me under the bus to start tea and you know just false information it's not like a blanket she will never you know date anyone who's under mm-hmm. five eight mm-hmm. for, for this for this example for this situation yeah this is this yeah the tmz thing is a just an example yeah um, hypothetical but anyway so we're just using this as an example so that way people can understand it easily so anyway so those are the stuff that um i usually do when i'm like watching something or reading something it's basically the who what why and who's gonna benefit too when there's a story out there it's it's either like an article that i'm reading or i'm watching the news and they're putting something out there maybe it could be hot topic or hot news or or maybe informational i'm always thinking who is gonna benefit what is the story they're trying they're trying to say and why are they doing it? Are they trying to inform the public so the public is informed for our own good? Or are they trying to sway the public into right. certain way of thinking, right? And then the other tip and, would be like, ask yourself and the network you're listening to, is this a trusted source? And do they have a history of being a credible, reliable, trusted source? Uh-huh. Or if they have a history of not so much, then that would be a nice position to be open to let me check out another news outlet or form of content so I can get closer to more accurate information and reliable content. Uh huh. So that's why, you know, these are the stuff that I kind of learn, you know, that when I'm, I'm reading a piece, when I say a piece, like either article or a story, I usually start asking who, what, why, and who will benefit. Because whoever's going to benefit, basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if the story is written to sway people's perception to benefit someone, then you need to question that. Is it facts or is it non-facts? And if, and if it's facts, okay, then they're reporting. But if it's non-facts, let's say you did your due diligence and it's non-facts, then you got to ask yourself, Why? Why are they trying to make me think like this? Correct? Mm-hmm. Because wh- whoever's going to benefit in that piece or that story that, that's being put out there or the narrative, then you need to really like figure out why are they trying to change your perception about this, about someone or about this issue or about this story. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, and it, it is the way you receive like one thing. To again, if you're doing a lot of reading, if you're doing a lot of research to those who may just use one source, whether it's a hard newspaper, if you're still just getting newspaper, you don't do online or digital content. If you're just if just right now, you're just literally just still reading a newspaper and then taking in 
the news, like watching the news on the TV or just when you're in your car, just listening to your 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 radio talk radio. Mm-hmm. Um, what you want to pay attention to and what you're going to see nowadays is it's a form of clickbait where they may just mm-hmm. give you that headline that's going to grab your instant attention. But then the headline will not necessarily be in true alignment, the content and the the context and the content of the article or news information you are taking in, absorbing, may not even be in alignment with the headline, mm-hmm. just to the audience who may not, in case you're not noticing that, that's just something to be aware. increase your awareness and have uh-huh. knowledge around that that's, there's a lot of headlines that are also untrue or not the most reliable and accurate. And then it just gets you to read that article. And then, so you're pretty much constantly filtering and and, and you're taking in the information, but as this happens to you repeatedly, those, that same underlying theme, theme, theme in your face, whether you're ingesting it by reading it visual or audio, that's how they get to you. And then you start questioning, like, am I, and then you just start believing it because you're constantly seeing it, seeing it. And then so much so it's being thrown in your face all the every time. which way yeah. you forget where the true source came from to begin with, because you just believe it. And then you're literally believing in that narrative. Mm-hmm. And so we want you just to invite you and just be open to just checking a couple different sources. And then if you're, and what's nice is you could just do your research and just put in, Hey, it's 2021, 2020. What are the top five, you know, most reliable and in the middle and the center and more like, unbiased like get get close to the most unbiased pieces and if you search it up on google they'll, they'll you'll you could sift through like the top five and then pick one that and it could vary by, by topic because let's say if you're going to go with like the hill it might be very much unbiased in the center on one topic but then it, it could still be swayed on other different topics so yes it, it takes that type of homework and if you're willing to do it and i think we just want to share there's just to be open, there's just more than one source. There's more than one source. If you're open to just diversifying how you gather information, because you want a diversity of voices and opinion and perspectives. Uh huh. Well, Jen, because then, then if you're in a space where you're just constantly relying on one source, then it just becomes it's not the most diverse. It's not most reliable, opinion. I think. And I think it's, it's not the most diverse. It's going to be very yeah. much one lane and very much heavily biased in that area. That's in my opinion. Again, we're here to share. We're just putting it out there. If you're open to just expanding knowledge, expanding ways, or maybe how open to do to it, diverse knowledge and voices and lenses and perspectives. Yeah. Well, the reason why I decided to do um, an episode on this is because just to at least give people out there where to start on how to double check information or or how to even um, determine which one would be a good credible source versus the non-credible source. So like for me, when I don't, I don't seriously, I don't get my news from social media. When I'm on my Facebook and I'm seeing all these news because they bombarded you information mm-hmm. that you think it's like credible story or valid information mm-hmm. I don't do that I pick and choose who I'm gonna like follow or you know what news information I'm gonna read because 
for me again, okay, this is just me. And, and there's a reason behind, behind it. When I get my news, I, you know, some people, they don't want to do it. Uh, they don't want to get it from mainstream media. I'm actually open to a lot of things. If I see it from a small news outlet and I know that's a credible source, then I'll take it. But I'm also going to do extra research, you know, for the same information, I'm going to check it from the mainstream media if they're reporting the same thing, if the information actually match, you know, as far as the evidence, as far as the who, what, why, and who's going to benefit. Because if the mainstream media is reporting the same thing as this small um, news outlet, like our local news outlet here in our area, with the same uh, story, you double check the information with the mainstream media. And if it match, that means that it's like credible because they match. But if it doesn't match, that means that's when you should question it. Why is the information doesn't match? That's when you start questioning things. Because for me, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I do. If, I, if I'm, like mm -hmm. I said, if I flip to channel one and they're not reporting what channel is reporting, then I start asking myself, why are they not reporting this important information? Let's say whether it's about our, it's our about social media or it's about our uh, military or it's about our eco economy. Why are they not reporting it here? Something is going on there. Then that's when you need to start really paying attention. Who's doing what you know as far as not reporting it because maybe they're they uh want to hide something and i think in my opinion the way i look at it it's like manipulating because yeah news they news are. yeah news exactly because news outlets should be reporting things that are important to the public so if they're not reporting the important stuff to the public that means they're probably trying to hide something because they uh, they don't want it to go back to them or to certain people that they probably align with correct right so yeah. and we can agree that there's been a theme where they're intentionally redirecting our attention to look elsewhere because they don't want to maybe put spotlight on other things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which which is, is is what we see a lot too and so um you know just i think we also just want to share because, you know, we're creatures, we're humans. And, and, and when just, we're not naturally rational creatures, right. As human beings, like our biology, like we're, we're, our, our it's our biology. We're wired to reinforce our biases and that we're very much attached to our sense of identity. So, and it really is a skill to learn how to be rational, mm -hmm. you know, and that's doing the legwork because, you know, they're, they're putting things in front of us. They're, they're, they're controlling the narrative. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much on the internet and that's why repeated repetitive advertising is doing so well. Cause it's so much in our face where we have to actually ask ourselves, are we benefiting from this? You know, is this accurate? Is this reliable? You know, kind of, we almost have to do our own little filter and weed out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the main thing is you just can't take things like at first value. It's like, yeah, it's, I've sad, seen, but there, it's hard to trust a lot of the, you know, the information because there's been like the increase of misinformation and disinformation is so outrageous. Right. Well, and so and then so then there's so much information on the Internet that it then it just becomes like the same people talking about the same things. And it's like the same bubble that some people might be stuck in. And it's like learning to like be open to do your legwork to get a more diverse opinion because then it's just echo chambers the same bubble the same theme and you're not 
no one's really, we're not gaining any other difference of opinion or perspective or diversity of thought and voice experience. Well, see, for me, Jen, when I'm on social media, I'm not going to say what platform it is. I'm scrolling down just to look at, you know, hey, what's my friend doing? And then when I actually not down, scroll up. Yeah. When I'm scrolling up and I'm seeing news information there, the first thing I look for is who wrote the piece, you know, Mm -hmm. like who's the author, then who who is the company that actually published it. And Mm -hmm. if it's like something that I don't care if it's got news in the end, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's like XYZ news, I'm like, you know what, this is a small company or who's uh, whoever's Mm -hmm. the publisher is probably not going to be a valid source Mm -hmm. as far as what they're reporting. So I'm not even going to, it's just a lot of their, it's a lot of their, it's just filled with their biased, biased opinion that they want to just voice and share out there, which Uh they have the opportunity because a lot of people, you know, and that's one thing about the internet and online, all these people are speaking out and you don't have to be an expert. You have the Uh non-ex that are just making waves and, and influencing. But that's not what you want, Jen. You want no, the expert. No, you, want you want the want, expert. But yeah. But it's out there. Yeah. You want the but expert. Yeah. Because if you are listening to the non-expert, then that non-expert is not gonna do good for well, you. That non-expert just has their opinion. It doesn't mean that it's like absolutely accurate or reliable. Uh huh. And it's that and, person's individual opinion, or they could be part of a forum, and then there's a group of them that they're again they're on their own echo chambers, they're if, in their own bubble, just like well, Jen, recruiting more people to add into their in their groups. Well, Jen, also I'm thinking, you know, I mean, people really should think about this. What happens if they're paid to do it? You know, if what, what happens that, if they're paid and, 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 and do a and story that's that, going to sway people? And that happens too. Yeah. So that's why you don't want to do that's that. reality. Yeah. It's reality right now. That's what I've seen when I, you know, from my, you know, from when I scroll up, I see this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, no. So that's why. Yeah, they're I'm, back. They're being sponsored. And then mm-hmm. boom. And they're turning around saying and sharing their message using their platform. Then that's what you call propaganda. Yeah. That's what you would call disinformation, which is propaganda. So, you know, when I look at the publisher or who even wrote the piece and when was the piece was written, because if it's just something new, if it's not something old, because the only reason why I also look at the date is because sometimes things can be edited, right? Or if it's just, Uh and also if it's just a piece that's written recently, then you know that, hey, this is probably considering what's happening around us or in our society, this piece is probably biased. So that's why I look at um, the date or wh- whether the, pa- the the piece was written long ago. Then you know that the person who wrote the piece probably did her due diligence as far as gathering information, facts, proof of evidence. Mm-hmm. Those are the stuff that actually matters when you're looking or reading something, mm-hmm. whether it's on the Internet or watching it on TV or, mm-hmm. you know, the mainstream media. And it's just unfortunate. It's sad because it seems like. It's just gotten horribly worse mm-hmm. the past few years. Like we like that's all the media news knows is to report all the bad stuff. Like it's outweighed all the good stuff. I think they need to make a shift and just start showing the good in the world. You know what I mean? It's just like that's that's just the theme now. I feel They'd rather they, they they don't do enough of the good. I don't think they do. And I also don't pay attention to like. And I don't. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I just even if you're not even paying attention, you just don't. Even, people are staying away from it because they're not even showing the good. 
yeah. in my opinion. Well, not only that, what happens if uh, also sometimes I see um, a piece there or an article that's bashing on a certain person. So I'm like, well, this is drama. Why, why is it yeah. even necessary? I mean, yes. And they're not <laughs> focusing on the good and then they do one bad thing. And so they start just bashing them on that one bad thing and like trying to erase all the good they've done. Uh huh. I mean, it would have been like a- that map. So that's a, maybe another topic, which is cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, the, the thing too, Jen, is that it's it's one thing when you're writing a piece and that piece is all about bashing someone. But then also, it's also another when the piece is written about a person that's tr- they're trying to put that person accountable for the stuff that bad. So yeah. you have to determine whether this is a gossip or rumor that's being put out there versus someone versus a piece that's actually trying to put someone accountable you have to distinguish that there's a difference between the two i agree so another thing that um i I actually want to mention jen is that when we used to write essays and we were like collecting you know information citing our source or sources Mm -hmm. one of the stuff that I, i i learned and i'm sure you did too is getting the, let's say, let's say somebody, you know, let's say my teacher said, I want you to do an essay, five pages essay of what happened with, let's say, World War II. The teacher would basically say, okay, this, you need to go to the library. There's, um, you know, stuff there. And there's also encyclopedia. And then there's some other articles that was written back in the old days, you know, even going back to books. Prop- yeah. Hard copy books. Yeah. And I love encyclopedia because I remember when I used to write essays all I have to do is just go to your house and borrow your encyclopedia. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Buy a couple of them, get the information, and then create your your written content. Exactly, because we were told to get the information from encyclopedias because everything is in encyclopedias, correct? Which was which was our computer back then. Exactly, because back then we didn't have social media, we didn't have internet. We basically did everything like... Yeah, manual. <laughs> it was manual. It wasn't computerized it wasn't digital it wasn't programmed yeah there's no programs there's no platforms it was all hard copy yeah well you can even get information from the newspaper yes yes even if it was like then it would be like old newspapers that the library would have like yes but maybe the 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 newspaper would be scanned onto Uh Oh what do you God, call I that? I don't want to say the word. I, I don't want to say the word microfiche because that'll just date you. <laughs> Shana, I can't believe you remember that because I, I yeah, that's, or, the, or, that's the word yeah, I'm that, trying to you think. Go, you go and say, oh, it's on this floppy disk. It's, oh my God, I just want to talk about no. it anymore. I feel like I'm in the Flintstones. <laughs> no, but I love it because you know what? It brings back nostalgic memory. You know what it was is that remember what it is. I just couldn't you know, remember the word. I can't believe you. What is it? Mike? Microfiche. Yeah. Microfiche. Yeah. Cause I remember, you know, when the, the librarian said, okay, it's in our microfiche, you can find it over there. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well I have, to, I need this in you know, instrument to be able to read it. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, the library is the library. Well, you got to get the microfiche film and then you got to put it in that screen. <laughs> and then you got to zoom it. Oh my God. You're really taking me to another time now. I feel like I'm a Flintstone baby. <laughs> I love it though. Because because it's, you know, it's basically taking me back to the good old days of doing a little bit of investigation on writing your, you know, essays, you know what I'm saying? And that, you know, that's how I first learned how to gather information just to write something like, what, five to ten pages of essays. I have yeah. to create, I have to gather content. But then I don't know if you noticed, nowadays we have something on the internet that's called Wikipedia, 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. Wikipedia is almost the same thing as encyclopedia. Here's the thing about it, Jen. Somebody told me once, oh, I don't believe on encyclopedia. That's that's not accurate or in- incorrect information. I have basically compared the encyclopedia with the Wikipedia. Wikipedia, from my experience and from what I know, you know, I've learned, mm-hmm. is you know, you're going to get credible information or reliable information like the encyclopedia. It's, it's, it's pretty much one is just in the book form and then another one is on the internet form. It's the same. Mm-hmm. And there's a story behind this. Actually, there's a guy who, um, he has a full-time job. I think he lives somewhere close to, uh, is it Pennsylvania? Like close to Washington, D.C. area, where for his hobby, what he does is he gathers all this information. He's like a bookworm, okay? So he gathers all the information, So and that's how, that's how Wikipedia ended up being on the Internet. So that way people doesn't have to go to the library or basically get an encyclopedia to get this information. That's what he, that's why he did it because he said, I want, you know, with all this internet and, you know, the technology and social media, I want the, this kind of stuff to be easy access for people on the go with their phone. You don't have to necessarily go to the library, you know, the library. The last one would be Jen is that wrong information that you get on social media like, for example, we all know that Facebook and algorithm, something Instagram, has to do. Twitter, y- y- even what you search up on Google. <laughs> uh-huh. So basically, the way this thing works is that if you happen to just click on something, maybe it could be um, invalid information or like, I don't know, non-factual news when they, you know, and, and, and then they're claiming it's news, but it's non-factual or it's, it's basically probably editorial, right? So if you yeah. click on it and let's just say it was on Facebook, cause I'm using it because of the algorithm, right? No. Yeah. Okay. They have, yeah. They all have, yeah. They have an, everything has an algorithm. Okay. So basically if you, you know, click on it to kind of like, um, observe that the next thing you you know, you open your Facebook that you're going to be bombarded with information that has kind of a relationship with what you were looking at last time. Last yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram has that. I mean, your Twitter, um, YouTube, um, you search things on Google, uh-huh. you even say something that you're interested in. You know, these devices of these mics go two ways and next, you know, they're being advertised. So you're going to see an advertise. Let's say you wanted to go somewhere on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. And you put in, you put in Greece, you put in Greece, right? In one little thing in your phone, as you're going about your day, you put in ways and you're going somewhere. Well, in as your route to ways, you're going to see these advertisements pop up, like related to airfares to Greece or Greece hotels, you know, and same thing. If like, oh, I want to buy, um, I need a new set of sneakers. And next, mm-hmm. you know, like every time you're searching, going to Google and your search engine or somewhere else on your apps, you start seeing the advertisements for that type of sneaker that you're looking for. Or if you're in the market for a new TV, like that, it just follows you everywhere. The yes. Well, see, that's what I'm you saying. Know? So that's part of the algorithm. So whatever you're researching, it's going to come up. Yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. like one time, for, I mean, literally I was researching something on my 
laptop and then the next mm-hmm. thing you know i open my facebook and i'm seeing it there the advertisement yeah. that's you know that's related mm-hmm. to something what i was researching before on my yeah. laptop and then even if you're just reading a regular like, article you know like you go into the article like in between paragraphs you're going to see all the advertisements of all the things that, i mean it's following you mm-hmm. that's so, all surveillance you know and well see, and then even the what you research they're going to put other links and and type of news in front of your face and that top whether it's on the right side, on the left side, or re- literally in the middle, it's going to pop up and you have to X out and then you get tired of like, you know, it's, it's interrupting what you're trying to do. And we're so distracted these days because there's all these like crazy pop-ups. Well, see, that's why, well, that's why I brought it up, Jen, because it's cracking into our human behavior. Yeah. So the reason why I brought it up is because I want to put it out there that really, you know, as a society, we have to be careful of what we're following because once we click that thing, the next thing you know, you're getting bombarded with information that's related to what you researched last time. So if you happen yeah, to click more- a wrong information, then all these pop up are going to be wrong information and it's feeding you wrong information. And then you believe it to be true because you're constantly seeing it. Ex- it's memory misattribution is what it's called, what I shared with you earlier. Yeah, and especially if you're not doing your due diligence and checking the information you're receiving, whether there's some validity or, or not, mm-hmm. then now you, next thing you know, you're going to be misinformed. So that's right. why it's better to always do your due diligence. And then another thing that I actually found out is that, you know, um, I think it was on Facebook. I read this article about Facebook that they have this app. It's called this is my digital life. So anyone who participated on that are prone to, um, what do you call this? Um, exploited, yeah, (laughs) hacked or exploited. Exploited, Yeah. Yeah, The reason why I use the name, use the word exploited is because when you use that app, you're, you're, they're basically reading your behavior or reading what you like or who you yeah, are. They're evaluating you. They're, it's surveillance. They're studying your behavior. Exactly. Your exactly. So depending on the questions. And your that, habits. Yeah, your habits. So depending. Your digital habits. Uh-huh. So you, depending on the question that's, that you're answering, they're getting an idea of who you are. So, and mm-hmm. then once they gather that information, they can flood you with all this wrong information to mm-hmm. try and sway you the way they want you to think. So people mm-hmm. really need to be careful with that. That's why some of this, um, friend, yeah, you know, some, high, yeah, high self-awareness around it. Yeah. That's why some of my friends said, Hey, try this or, Hey, do you want a survey? And I'm like, Oh, if it's gonna, uh, if it's gonna make me go to an app where I have to, go to a different screen and it's going to ask all this stuff, you know, about me. I, I don't even go there just because yeah. I don't want to be prone to be manipulated or exploited. So if you think about it, who wants to be exploited or manipulated? Nobody. Right. So I try to like, you know, just don't participate on that. Yeah, and then it maps to your identity theft. And, it, you know, yeah, that's why. The, yeah, that's why there's so many people like, oh, my Facebook got hacked. Oh, um, and I'm like, don't you have my a email password? Got hacked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, don't you have a password? Yeah, I have a password. Well, how did they hack it? They don't know. Well, because probably the stuff that they've done in the past, they didn't really pay attention. That's why they got hacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, also with the password, I think for you have to like it's it's healthy to change it like every. 
I think six months or something. I mean, don't quote me on that. Like pretty much they want you to change it more frequently than when an actual person changes it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jen, we did it. I know. Hey. We should probably sign <laughs> off and let the folks go Ex <laughs> onto their next uh, exactly. exactly. Hey, I like that. Even That's even tracking. Like, hey, what podcast does this person listen to? It's all surveillance, which is so scary, but so real at the same time. Hey, Jen, I noticed you said folks. You actually okay. said okay. folks, which is good because I got you to say folks. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, folks. Audience, folks, yeah. yeah. Folks is still a thing. Folks, is, I still hear that on um, podcasts. I, I, li I like folks, though. It's actually, um, it, it, it has a ring, like the Looney Tunes. That's it, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about the Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. What, what a good exchange. Again, listeners, um, thank you for being generous with us. You're giving us your energy, attention, and time. We know you could be listening elsewhere. Even if you only listen to a part of it, that's still something for us to share and give you some nuggets. Yep. And who are you again? <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> There you go. My cousin Jenna. Yeah, and I've probably been on like three to four. So I'm becoming like a guest to almost a, a, a semi-regular. <laughs> anyway, folks, this yeah. is Mary and I'm saying good night. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you so much. It's so generous for you had me on. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Uh, okay bye. bye.